Welcome to episode 166 of Beyond the Brick. I'm Joshua Hanlon. And I'm Matthew K. And we'd like to thank Brickmania for supporting this episode of Beyond the Brick. Uh, check out World War Brick at Anaheim, California, February 12th through the 14th to see some amazing military builds from builders all around the world. You can check out more at worldwarbrick.com. And this episode, we have a great guest for you. Uh, Miguel is joining us from Portugal. He is 43 years old, a systems engineer, and he is helping run the new Portugal Lego Fan Weekend that we will be talking to him all about on this episode. So it's great to have you with us, Miguel. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. So if you just want to start off maybe by telling us a little bit about the Portugal uh, you know, Lego community, kind of what that is like, maybe some of the lugs, and then the, the lug that you're a part of as well. Uh, okay. Um, well, Portugal, as you might know, is a very small country. Um, but we have uh, a lot of active efforts. Uh, right now we have to, we have more, but we have two decent uh, recognizable Lego user groups. Uh, ours has been into existence for about 10 years now. And, um, well, we, we take things seriously because um, we already provided five Lego designers. <laughs> so we can say that. <laughs> so five people from your group have gone on to become like the first one was Marcos, Marcos Bessa, the mm -hmm. designer of the Simpsons house, the York Village, uh, the Batbot, stuff like that. Um, the second one was Antonio. Uh, he joined the France team uh, two years after Marcos. And now on January, Pablo, uh, Cesar, and Catherine will join it uh, on this last round. They started on 6th January. They're all from our luck. That's so. amazing. So <laughs> lots of lots of talent uh, in that club. Yeah, we, we, we've been lucky. And we do have some, we do emphasize on collaborative displays and we do emphasize of having people um, using uh, and parts uh, of our common pool. So when we see some merits and we see some people that are really good to build, for instance, one of the examples is Cesar. Cesar is brand new. I've not, you probably know him on Flickr by Cesbrick. Uh, he builds uh, medieval houses and he built a, a very large castle display. And he was, um, he had a very small amount of parts, so he was building these mocks and tearing them down so that he can build another mock. And he, he approached us, he went to one of our events, and he went to visit us. He introduced himself, he was already on the, on the forum. He introduced him, hi, I'm Cesar. And when we asked him for his mocks, he said, they no longer exist. I'm turning them apart. And, no, don't do that, please. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, he started to building with some of uh, the common parts. And um, since he was uh, such a speed builder and such a prophetic builder, we told him that uh, perhaps he should build a display with the mocks that he was doing. And that's how he was. So to talk to the cake with the cherry, he built a very large castle so that he could uh, put as a center of his display of the medieval houses. So you have a, a real tendency to kind of uplift uh, the builders within the club, right? Like you, of course, you... we do um, um, we do accept private initiation, of course, and initiative as well. 
but we tried to have uh, not just a, a mock, a small mock. We tried to, to aim to larger displays. That's what we try to do with community, with our work. To have some larger displays where uh, all that uh, everyone at once can collaborate on the on the building. Sure. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And so how, how many shows with these larger displays do you guys then try to put on shows several times a year, or how does that usually work? We try to have uh, around three to four uh, events a year, and, and we try to attend uh, events abroad as well. We have our main event uh, once a year uh, the, in Paredes de Cora. Uh, it's been now for the eighth year in a row. And since uh, we invited some of the, the people from LEGO to attend the event all, all along these years, and they have kindly agreed to, uh, I think that was the, the reason that the, the LEGO Fan Weekend in Parejcora arrived, because they saw what we did, uh, they saw the, how the people uh, behave there, and how they like it there, so they uh, suggested, so why don't we organize something international, so why don't... They were thinking already on the, the hub events, and we didn't knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> so last summer, when when the Kim Thompson was here, and then I said, "Why don't you go ahead and organize an international event?" Because on our events, we already asked some uh, international lads to be there. Um, the, we had um, there was one uh, two years ago. There was one event where we had six uh, different nationalities. I think so. They. They saw what we could do, and so they put up uh, this challenge to us. And so last December on Brick in London, um, we were offered to do the Lego Fan Weekend. So it's, uh, I think it will be very demanding. <laughs> I think it will also be a challenging, uh, but I think we will pull it through. Right now we have around um, it, the signups open two weeks ago. And we have um, around 88, uh, yeah, 88 uh, signups from five different continents. So 88 is a crowd. And we hope to aim for some more before <laughs> <laughs> we close that's the doors. And then we pull. Now we're we'll, we'll trying to aim to, to some to some few more. Uh, we're still missing some guys from France, some guys from Belgium, and some guys from Italy as well. Only two from Italy. Uh, so some guys from America. America. From guys from America, yeah. <laughs> Waiting for your sign up, Matthew. <laughs> I, th I think right now, uh, so I, I am actually planning. One of the reasons we want, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show is because I am planning to make it to the show. So that'll be my first international Lego convention. Uh, I made it to, to most of them in the U.S. now, but uh, so I think right now I'm the only person from uh, the U.S. signed yeah. up for the show. Hope, hopefully, some more people sign up, and we can we can get some more people from over here uh, out to Portugal. We have some yes. Is it just uh, how's the the kind of team that's running and setting it up and organizing the event work then? Is it just you, or how how does that work? Yeah. Are there other people yeah. you kind of have volunteers? Three international athletes. It's me. It's Marcos from Germany, from Empire and Stein. I think I pronounced it right. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Louis Gilbert from um, from Barcelona, from uh, Ispabrik. Uh, Ispabrik. Yeah, I guess so. Just let me check if I'm not making some mistake. I think it's from Ispabrik. Um, and then we have, of course, uh, a lot of people, a lot of helping hands. 
organizing all these events. Um, we are the steering group, but we rely heavily on these helping hands. Um, there are some guys for the website, there are some guys for the programming that he needs, there are some guys from graphical designers as well, um, and of course people that come up with ideas, with suggestions, and so we have a lot of them on board right now. I would say that we are around um, uh, 12 to 15 guys just uh, organizing the events. Um, we try to organize um, well, we try to organize a, a whole package. You just have to reach Portugal in one of the, on, of the nearest airports. So uh, everything else will be up to us. So we'll pick you guys at the airport. We'll drive you guys to the event. We'll drive you guys to the convention houses. Uh, we'll feed you. Uh, we hope to entertain you as well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so um, as you can see, um, there are a lot of logistics involved in here. Uh, but Edgecourt is a small village. Um, there isn't, for instance, uh, a large hotel where we can put uh, everyone up uh, to sleep. So what we are hoping to, to do is um, they have a lot of boarding houses, the regular, regular breakfast of the UK. And so what uh, we are trying to aim is to have uh, people sleeping on those uh, um, boarding houses, but we will we'll drive them to the houses and we'll pick them up to, to the event as well. Okay. So, on the package when you sign up. Yeah, that's a really interesting kind of novel way of, of doing a convention because I can't really think of any other show, at least not in the U.S., that does it like that, where basically as long as you can get to the country, the location, you guys take care of everything else yeah. for them. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to aim. Yeah, so which I think is really cool. How did you decide to do it that way? Was it kind of, did you look at different models of other conventions around the world, or how, how did that work? <laughs> That's how we work here on our events. And that's, um, perhaps I should talk about uh, before a little bit uh, about community. Um, uh, community 0937, it's the name of our luck, and we do emphasize the word community. Uh, we don't aim at commercial events. Um, we don't charge entrance for our events as well. Um, and we do have a specific way of looking to the hobby. Um, for instance, the common part pools uh, was born for one of the members um, that he had a large, a very large collection of parts. And he just came up to a point and said, I'm not going to use these parts um, until I'm dying. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, if someone needs the parts, and if someone wants to build with my parts, um, they can go and have, uh, go ahead and have the parts, so that they, could, they, they can build it. The only thing that I ask is to uh, let the mocks, or let the constructions that they build, be available for display on the events. And then sort of starting it all. And in, in following this, uh, this member, other members did the same. So we passed it through a, a phase where we had a lot of people and no parts, and now we have a lot of parts and very small people because Lego is taking the guys from us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the biggest enemy to the success of your club is Lego hiring away the best designers. Okay. Of course, this is not easy, as you can guess. We do practice something that we history has proved itself that is not that does not work. Communism, right? 
<laughs> that's what we process. Of course, there is some is well, it's a very organic. We don't have um, we don't have an an hierarchy. We do have some people that are more involved than the others that we call uh, um, an hardcore group. But this hardcore is very organic because people get in and people get out. Because of course, life happens in a way. So mm -hmm. you have some people that uh, you can say steer the luck, but there are a lot of people around that come in and can, and go out as well. Um, and it's sometimes not very very easy to to comply with all these uh, things. Uh, of course, we have to deal with uh, personalities, egos, uh, all that sort of stuff. All right. <laughs> and why should we have these parts? Because it's more viable. I want these parts as well. Well, it's something that we, we need to uh, deal with uh, every day. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like then that your personal collection is smaller because the club kind of shares bricks like that? Do you not feel like each member then feels like they have to have as big of a personal collection? It's very hard to decide um, because it's very hard to put... Um, we, do, we do aim a lot to common sense because it's very hard for us to put what are my parts and what are the parts of the community. Uh, let me take you. Let me give you an example. If I build something with the parts of the community, and it's for display, uh, I will give you the example that of uh, a snot landscape that we did for a, a space display. And I had the idea to build the, the snot landscape, but I only had slopes. Some other guy had bricks. Some other guy had cheeses and plates. So. I said, well, I would like to, to build a snot landscape, but I don't have the parts. If, uh, and I don't have all the parts. And the guys, do you want to build it? Do you have the time? I'll give you the parts. And I built the snot. You can see it on my Flickr uh, page. I built the snot landscape. But all the parts that I use, they're not mine already. Because it was for a, a community display. So they belong to the community. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I designed on i draw a spaceship, and I didn't have the parts to build the entire the spaceship. And these guys that gave me the parts to build the landscape, I have the parts. So here you have. Use the parts. And I built the spaceship, and the spaceship is in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very hard to, to draw a line. It's, you should use common sense. Okay? That's what, for instance, uh, Cesar built all this amazing castle. I don't know if you saw it or on the internet, the Enchanted Forest display. And he used his parts. He used parts of community, most of the parts of community, of course. But the display, he went to work for Lego, and the display stayed with the community to be displayed at shows. You know, it's, it's something that you have to... And it's not easy for everyone to have this kind of posture, you know, because if they want to build it, it's mine, mine. And I want to... Uh, so it's... It's really very hard sometimes to, and I know that people sometimes don't, do not usually uh, love this kind of agreements that we have. So th that's something that we always uh, tell beforehand. Well, uh, you're not making a, a deal with the devil, but be aware that <laughs> if you build something, we expect that you can take it home, but you, we expect if you have an event and to display it, that you can bring it to the event. That's how we mm -hmm. work. Yeah, so that that's very that is very interesting how you guys do that. Uh, again, I think that's something kind of kind of unique there. But it's cool if if that you know if it works for you, whatever kind of uh, that's that's the the nice thing about lugs all around the world. 
especially throughout the U.S. here, as you, as you go into different conventions, we've seen a lot of different ways that people do the, run their lugs and everything. So uh, whatever works for the local Lego group is nice. <laughs> it has been working for us for some time now. So we'll try to keep it working for us. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you mentioned uh, some some Spanish A-Falls earlier. Do do the Portugal uh, lugs do much with the, the Spanish groups and kind of vice versa? How does that work? Lugs do. We do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we do. Um, um, well, the other main Portuguese lug, the plug, um, we also have met him and we invited him to be part of this uh, fan weekend as well. Um, but we also have met him at Scarbeck on the first original fan weekend about two, three years ago. Uh, but I don't think that the, they go very much to international events. Uh, the reason that we did go to the, to the international events was really to make some connections to know some people outside from Portugal. And since we've been to, uh, to Denmark, to Spain, and to France, I believe, uh, as a luck, not as individuals, of course. Uh, we, of course, made some connections there. And then, since we're running the, the event for eight years in a row now, it's been 10 years in a row, but eight years in a row in the same place. And we have invited some other lads to participate in there. And there has been created a bond with, between these, these apples and some of the, some of the other lads. So this, uh, the Brazilian guys from Love Brazil, they were a spin-off of, their, our, of our foreign they didn't have a forum. They started in our forum in Portugal, and then they created their own forum. For instance, they've been here for two years now. The Spanish guy, it's the third year in a row, and now it will be the fourth. For instance, we, we now are changing the, 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 the event. On June, it's no longer a community 097 event. It will be uh, a fan weekend, a Lego-driven event. But the people are still coming. We, we, we put up the, our main event up to October or to, to November, but people, since they, they usually have the, the summer vacations on June, I don't matter. It doesn't matter for us. You're having an event, you'll go. <laughs> exactly. That's great. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that is great. And so if you can talk a little bit more about the event, I don't know how much of this you guys have planned out so far as far as is there any... Uh, events or games, that kind of thing you have planned or, or things sim similar yeah. in that nature that you know will be going on at the event that people can look forward to if they're planning to attend? Well, um, if you've been to Scarbeck, it will be this kind of event. It will be a convention kind of event, not a public uh, directed event. Uh, so you can expect all the kinds of activities, workshops and speakers uh, to be on the, the Redis Square Fan Weekend. And do the same. Um, we do have something uh, planned, uh, but we would like to um, disclose the program in a, in a few weeks. Uh, as, I, as I said, if you want, if you went to uh, one of the Scarbags or one of the Lego walls, you, you will find that they are somehow similar. But we want kids to make this um, a distinct event as well. So we have to balance the scales <laughs> and see what to, we can do about it. Uh, the Brazilian guys had one thing that was really amazing. They they had the 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 phrase Lego Fan Weekend, and they had the the fan word um, scratched out, and they write, written above fan with a U. And <laughs> something we would like to have here. Uh, the main, our main concern is that the participants have fun in here. 
like we do on our events. So we try to to change to to pass on this fund to our um, to our fellow international athletes. That's what we were aim to do, and that's our main concern for the fan weekend is that people have fun and want to come back again. You know, uh, we do create the, the fan weekend because of the brick, but once you arrive, um, brick is not your main concern anymore because you, you have other halfs where you can spark, you, you hit, you drink, you have fun, you have activities. That's what we want to do. That's what we're aiming to do. And of Very course, cool. Very yeah. cool. You'll get your bricks as well, of course. <laughs> but only at the end. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, I, I, neither Matthew nor I have ever been to the the Scareback uh, weekend. How? What is kind of the approach to the public there? Is it kind of like the Saturday and Sunday? Is... And there will be there will be public in our event as well, but it's not okay. aimed public. It's aimed for the participants. So okay. what, what we care about is that you. Uh, Matthew and the other participants have fun, not the public. Public will enjoy to see the construction that you guys bring. But for us, it's really to have fun. And we'll try to to accommodate our timetables, uh, as we were suggested by Lego. Uh, 2 a.m., it's not a very good hour to start the auction. So perhaps you can begin <laughs> 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 a little bit earlier. <laughs> Normal time schedule. Stay up all night. Please don't close the exhibition at 11 p.m. That's no good. <laughs> That's funny. We will try to follow their suggestions as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. And because LEGO is so connected with it, there will be several LEGO employees right there, correct? Uh, right now we have three people from the new um, FLA relationships team. We have Jan Bayer, King Thompson, and Anna Albuy. Um, the other people that um, are from LEGO, they will participate, but as on the person also, they will not speak uh, for LEGO or represent LEGO in any way. Um, right now, the official ones are only these three. Okay. Very nice. Because as you, as, you, as I said before, uh, we have we do have a lot of friends as a LEGO designers, but if they uh, if they come here, they will not be as um, a Lego employee. The Lego employee, the Lego designer, will be uh, defined by Lego. Okay, so perhaps you will find some people more here that work from Lego, but they will be here on their personnel. And no, it's not as a Lego employee. Mm -hmm. Just kind of enjoying the show as a fan. Then I'm sure that's kind of nice for them, not having to be the the official aspect of the company all the time. Well, Lee McPhilly from Mindstorms and in education, he's been here for five years in a row, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of people that, if attend the, the event, will be on a personal note. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And what would you say are the major kind of themes that people can expect at uh, at this event? Are there are there do the Portugal builders kind of build in a lot of themes, or is it pretty diverse, kind of some of everything? Right now we are leaving uh, all the space to the people that have come here. Uh, we do, still haven't opened the mock registration yet, so we don't know what people will try to bring. Okay. We we'll only um, put up some of our stuff on display if there is enough space. Right now, we want to have to that the participants can bring whatever they want, and if we want, if we need to fill in the gaps, then we'll go into 
into our own stuff. But we do have a lot of stuff stored away, so <laughs> that will be no problem. It's just a matter of rebuilding it all. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's kind of focusing on the community aspect there again, just kind of leaving as much room as possible for the, the people attending, and then if there's extra room, you've got some bills to fill the space. On a personal note, I'm trying to bring some of some young apples together to bring a collaborative display of classic space, but it's something that we still have to work on it. Uh, I think I will not be able to to get my full attention on it, so perhaps I will, uh, of all the people that we have talked about, um, I will finally probably find someone who takes charge and uh, leads all the other people um, so that we could at least have a one great collaborative display at the show and not only individual mods. Mm -hmm. Sure. And can you remind people then about the the dates real quick of the event? And do you, if you if you have any maybe kind of travel tips, especially for people maybe coming from outside of like Spain, Portugal area, is there anything that you would recommend like that of you know flying in or, or any, anything related to that? They, if they are able to, I would recommend them to take more than the days of the events, but because it's a beautiful country, uh, probably in June it will be sunshine. Um, beaches are very nearby. Uh, it's a lot of country to visit. Uh, of course, we also offer, besides the package of the five days, four nights, we also offer one extra night at your own choice before or after the event, in case if you want to fly earlier and in case if you want to fly uh, lately after events on your way home. And that's, uh, those days can be extended. It's just a matter of uh, telling us about and saying that, uh, well, I want to be there in Portugal for one week and we'll arrange for the accommodations uh, to be extended for one week. Um, the only concern that uh, I have is that the setup on Tuesday, oh, let's, let's, let me start by saying the days. The days of the event are the 10th of June through the 12th of June. The setup day will be the 9th of June on Tuesday. And if uh, people bring uh, a lot of uh, constructions, they should consider to arrive on Wednesday, so they can start earlier on Tuesday. Because we are trying to arrange the shuttles from the several airports, three airports nearby. And if I have some people arriving at 7 a.m. and other people arriving at 9 a.m., and the guys that unfortunately arrive at 7 a.m. will have to wait until the guys of 9 a.m. arrive. <laughs> so coordinate your flights if you can, right? Because I cannot make the transportation, uh, because, for instance, from Santiago Compostela, it's still two hours drive. So it does not make sense to pick up the guys from 7 a.m., drive them to the event, go back, <laughs> uh, record, and bring the guys up, because I'll, I'll take four, four hours. Right. Work again. Um, so that will condition all, uh, a little bit the shadow transports. We're aiming to two. Uh, shuttle transports in each airport in the morning and two transports in the afternoon. Of course, if there is one specific guy who only gets a flight at, uh, let's say, 10 p.m., there will be someone there to pick him up, okay? Uh, but we'll try to... That's the problems that we have right now with logistics. The other problems that we have with logistics is um, how to get you guys all to sleep in the boarding houses. <laughs> <laughs> Now these are boarding houses. Are these like college dormitories or yeah, boarding houses, like bed and breakfast in Ireland? Bed and breakfast. Okay, it's it's private houses owned. They are 
specifically related to touristics, to tours. And they have uh, usually uh, three to four extra bedrooms with your private bathrooms, and they serve breakfast. That's why they call it B&B, bed and breakfast. Yep. And that's where we, you people will be staying, in boarding houses. Not boarding houses as in students, no. Your own private bedroom. <laughs> Uh, I then can show you some pictures of it. Pictures! Pictures. Let me see if I can find pictures here. Um, of course, I can also s show you some pictures of the, the place in Kodejskora, where mm -hmm. the event will be held. Definitely, and I can I can make sure to put some some links as well in the description of this video, so if you want to check those out uh, to the, the different boarding houses and places. I can do that afterwards, off mm -hmm. the no problem. So, see if you can pull up a few photos here. You might be able to screen share for some people to uh, to show what what some of these places look like that you'll be doing. Now, is this um how close is this to like maybe the major cities or other things that you would suggest people well, would want to see if they're traveling to Portugal? Yeah, it's 100 meters away from Porto. If you go to the the, the website, it's henrican.pt from Portugal. Uh, the website is translated in four different languages, English, Spanish, uh, Portuguese, German, and French. Sorry, five three different languages. And you have some info there, and you can see, you can check the nearest airports. So the nearest airports are from Porto and in Portugal and Vigo in Spain, and they are one hour drive from the event, about 100 kilometers. It's about... Uh, 25 miles, I guess. Mm -hmm. the, the first airport is Lisbon, and that's three hours drive from the event. It's a no way. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an option, is but it? We're not making uh, shuttle transports from Lisbon, only from Porto Vigo and Santiago de Compostela. Now, how far is Porto? It's one hour drive. Oh, really? Oh, it's not that bad at all. Yeah, I know. And it's always highway, so no, because you have problem with speed limit, but <laughs> <laughs> it's flexible. <laughs> and now Porto has uh, Ryanair uh, access, right? Yeah. So you can go anywhere in Europe for very cheap on Ryanair. Um, also on Facebook, on the on the group uh, of the fan weekend, you have some photos of the the village and of the. Um, of the, you know, the Pedro is very well known in Portugal and around Europe for the musical festival. And so I believe that 100 and, 150 persons on the fan weekend will not make a difference because I'll show you. Let me see if I can share. It's not screen share. How can I send some picture to here? No. Well, you I, should. You should be able to screen share if you if you. So let me open the. <laughs> see if I this can, works here. Let's see if I can see the screen share. Can you try screen. This one. I don't know if you've seen. It's just showing your your same video right now. <laughs> yeah. So perhaps if I can share. The entire screen. Let's see. Screen share. Entire screen. 
your screen sharing, and let's see if I can hear. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a music festival, so I think 150 guys will not make a mess. <laughs> and this is a river that goes um, on the village. So we're planning some activities near the river as well, because as you can see in summer, it will be good to have some activities near the river. That looks miserable. The entrance hall with some displays that we had. The main hall. Very impressive, yeah. The play zone, small play zone for kids. This is the meals room where all the people have the meals. The auditorium, where the the workshops will be, and the spokesman. I have to say that looks much more comfortable than your average Lego conventions. <laughs> 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 so th this is something that you can expect. I can also um, share some more pictures on the link afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Make sure to make sure to include all that stuff in the description of the video. But that looks really cool there. Yeah, thanks for following those up. It looks like you sh should be some some great stuff going on there. We hope so, and we really hope that we can provide you with a lot of fun being here. I know that we have. <laughs> we usually have. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Mhm. Mm yeah, and so then you said you've had a show here for for several years in the past. Has that had a public aspect, and what's the attendance usually like on that? No, no, very very few public, about 8,000 to 10,000 people, no more. If you Google it, Paredes de Cora has a population of less than 2,000 people. So for oh, okay. us, 8,000 people or 10,000 people in a one weekend to Paredes de Cora is really a good deal. <laughs> yeah, you're like uh, <laughs> quadrupling the city population there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, events not Lego related uh, to join on the same weekend so that people can uh, take advantage of the people that go visit the Lego event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well that looks like you've got a, a great event you're working on here and I'm sure as we as we work through the, the months here as we get closer to the show then you'll announce even more exciting news we'll about the, the convention. We'll some news every week on Facebook or on in, in, in the the website. Uh, right now we're working on the, we're running a contest for coming up with mascots for the event. And we hopefully will put that up on the weekend. Uh, there's a good price as well involved. Well, <laughs> I will incentivize people to participate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool. So I'll include links to, to that and everything else that we talked about in, in the description of the video here so people can check all of that out and I uh, definitely encourage you to go to the, the website once again is fanweekend.pt. So if you want to learn more about the the convention and how you can attend, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, def check all that out, and I'm sure it'll be a great time. So uh, I thank you, uh, Miguel, for joining us on the show here and uh, telling us all about the the new Fan Weekend event there in Portugal. It looks like it should be a really fun time. Okay, thank you very much for having me here. Yeah, thank you, Miguel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks everyone out there for watching. We will see you soon.